0: My name is Priscilla Agansilio. I am the National Cannabis Party President, and we are so excited to be here at the Emerge virtual cannabis conference for summer of 2021. Uh, We at the National Cannabis Party are again so excited to be here with you all and explain um, to everyone who we are and let you guys have a chance to meet uh, the leadership of National Cannabis Party and uh, talk about uh, the things that are important to us. Uh, So again, my name is Priscilla Goncilio. Um, So what is the National Cannabis Party? The National Cannabis Party is the first ever electoral party registered with the FEC. What's very exciting about that is, you know, this is a chance for us as an industry to truly have a seat in D.C. and to have a voice, a voice that represents our industry, the patients, the business owners, the stakeholders of the cannabis industry directly into D.C., and that's what I'm most excited about because we are truly in historical times. It really doesn't matter if you're a Republican, Democrat, Green Party, Libertarian. If you support the plant, you can support NCP, and we can really make some incredible changes in our industry and make sure that it's a sustainable one uh, for for years and years to follow. Uh, So with that, I would love to uh, get to introduce uh, some of our other leadership from NCP. Um, I would love to introduce Kamea LaFontaine. He is the Director of Emerging Technology for the National Cannabis Party. So the first question, Kamea, I have for you is what role does emerging technology play in empowering the cannabis industry and the National Cannabis Party members?
1: Sure. Uh, Great question, Priscilla. First, I wanted to frame my answer around the understanding that I don't believe that technology is going to replace us as humans, right? Uh, There's no AI that's going to hop on stage and perform for 40,000 people. Uh, You know, we still need human beings to be in leadership positions to lead and inspire us towards a better future. And so I grew up um, in the music industry. My family had a a little Jackson 5-ish type of group. And I lived through the era of cassettes, CDs, uh, onto file sharing with Napster and then LimeWire. And now we're in the streaming world and NFT art and smart contracts. And so the same way that, you know, the music industry got disrupted by technology, we see the same thing happening in business and politics. And so all of this technology is converging around one issue, which is connection, you know? Uh, what platforms are you guys choosing to connect through? And so being able to connect directly with consumers and voters, and by the way, this is these are not two separate groups. You know it's the same people who choose to vote a certain way, also tend to spend their money with tech with companies that align with their values. And so if you think about one of the great um, young tech leaders of today, uh, Vitalik Buter, and he was uh, one of the individuals who uh, founded Ethereum the number two two cryptocurrency. He made the analogy that imagine buying an Apple computer 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and it came with Apple stock inside of the computer, right? Or or Microsoft. Uh, That's what's going on now, is imagine you bought Redman's album, and what came along with that was some sort of a stock in his brand that could go up in value, would give you access to his world. And so that's what technology is doing. And so one strong example of how emerging technology is going to play a role to empower the NCP um, and empower businesses and consumers is to better balance their relationship in terms of data control, privacy, and choice online. And so it also pushes the industry forward to offer a better uh, support for safety on products, transparency, it enables new marketplaces Uh, It's going to allow stakeholders to be a part of the everyday economic transactions that are going on. In other words, you can participate. The average person can participate using technology. So that's why it's so important that as the rubber hits the road, that at some levels we can use technology to embed our values and money directly into the communities that we believe in.
0: That's amazing, Kamea. So what you're saying is NCP is going to be providing uh, some sort of technology uh, for the industry and uh, its NCP members. Can you go a little bit into exactly what NCP is offering?
1: Absolutely. So there's a number of different technologies that will be uh, enabled through the NCP. Um, This is going to allow us to manage the actual membership. And so what we actually saw coming with uh, NFTs back in 2020 and 2019, was the opportunity to capture uh, membership and value and then time lock that. So every year you could actually issue a new NFT that shows that you're a member of the NCP, you paid your dues, and that you are aligned with the values of the community. And what makes it even cooler is that this is now in a cross section with art. So many people within this industry are extremely creative, um, they're cultural icons. So what a shame to use technology that doesn't allow that to be expressed as well. And so you see these kinds of technologies being able to enable memberships, uh, even enable donations. So about 15 hours ago, um, the, I think it was the Republican House, they just opened up cryptocurrency um, donations. So they can actually solicit donations um, using cryptocurrency. Now that's another example, payments. So this is something that I think the industry really has to grapple with because here we have the industry trying to catch up to technology. It's already here guys. I mean, this stuff is ready to rock. It's really up to you to get comfortable with it. And so one of the things that the NCP really is going to do is Uh, you know, develop a plan to onboard every single member to feel comfortable using these kinds of technologies like digital wallets, decentralized IDs, NFTs. We're gonna have lots of training and onboarding support so that our members can feel like this is a normal thing and that it's not some high-tech futuristic thing they can't participate in. Um, In addition to that, I mean, building uh, a political party on a technology platform like this, it would be the first of its kind. Because this allows so much balance to be reestablished, which is exactly what I think the industry is going for anyway. You know You don't want the regulators to tell you what to do. You know, the regulators are still trying to figure out how to deal with the plan. Meanwhile, all of the industry insiders and the OGs have been innovating on this plant for years. So those are some of the examples of how we're going to use this emerging tech to actually support the NCP to accept donations to manage memberships, to allow the creativity of our members to shine and to really be showcased anywhere they go.
0: That is incredible. So this is the first time ever in US history that an electoral party is using uh, blockchain technology to support and empower its members. I am so excited to be part of that. Thank you, Kamea, for that input. I'm sure a lot of people have so many questions uh, that we can uh, uh, answer later on by if you connect with us. Uh, and, you know, after after this presentation, and you know, you mentioned something really, really great, and that is normalizing this technology. That it's not this far out there concept. That maybe even a soccer mom or a canna mom can learn. Um, And with that in mind, I'd love to uh, uh, ask uh, Safita Artis, who is the national director for the National Cannabis Party uh, to weigh in, because you are a badass Kanamami and uh, you know tech, and, and this is uh, this is uh your role in NCP. So I would love to know from a community standpoint, uh Safita, how does NCP bridge the gap between the people and the politics of cannabis?
2: Thank you, Priscilla, for the introduction and uh, community outreach and uh, connecting with the people—I think that is one of the ways that the NCP can bridge that gap. Uh, I believe that people have their, you know, personal experiences with politics and you know politicians, and you know, don't want to necessarily talk about politics when it comes to cannabis. But you cannot think about the cannabis industry and not understand that there are politics involved with it. I think with community involvement, it is important because as legislation goes forward in the states, there needs to be community impact. There needs to be, you know, the voices of the people need to be amplified so that they can tell their their leadership in politics, what they need, what their communities are lacking, how they have been impacted when you think about communities that have been disproportionately affected by prohibition and the war on drugs. So I think- establishing that trust again with the people, letting them know that you are for them, you are fighting with them, you care about their needs, especially when it comes to patients. With me being a caregiver and an advocate myself, it is extremely important for patient access to be fair and equitable. And it's extremely important to me for people to know what type of products they're getting, for there to be transparency and accountability within the industry. So I believe that NCP is going to be instrumental in that community involvement and connecting the people so that they feel that there's someone that's standing beside them fighting and not someone that's just deciding for them what is best. The only way to know what is best for a community is to actually engage them and understand what the issues are.
0: I love that, uh, you know, you as national director, you are there for the people. You want to make sure that their voice is being heard and that all parts of the cannabis industry is going to be represented in the National Cannabis Party. Uh, I would also love if you could share, you know, the the wonderful, beautiful, powerful story as a -a cannamomi and how you not just wear it on your sleeve, you wear it in your hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so uh, I have a three-year-old daughter uh, named Kanza. Kansa was born with a congenital heart defect that required for her to have uh, multiple open heart surgeries. Uh, When she was five months old, they discovered during uh, the time for her second surgery that she was in early heart failure. So she had to receive a heart transplant. And uh, because of that, I had to completely change everything So even before the pandemic came, I was already (laughs) doing all these things with making sure I protected myself and her and my family, uh, being that she is immunocompromised due to having to take medications to uh, keep her from rejecting the organ. So as a piano mom and a um, caregiver for a child that has specific special needs, it is extremely important for me to advocate for patients and to represent her and a lot of children like her being that congenital heart disease is uh, is, is very common uh, all across the board and not to mention heart disease being the number one, you know, killer in the entire world. So uh, red and blue is the ribbon for congenital heart disease and defects. So I also, yes, wear it in my hair and it just reminds me of who I'm representing and who I'm fighting for uh, in this industry. And it is an everyday reminder that there are people that need us and there are people that need our voices and need us to stand for them. So, and I'm happy to do that always because I am very much community uh, oriented, so.
0: That is wonderful Safita. Thank you for your leadership, your contribution and uh, what your plans are for uh, the cannabis industry through NCP. Well, speaking of red, (laughs) some of our favorite colors here, we actually have a red man here. He is the founder, one of the founders of the National Cannabis Party, and he has been an advocate for ages, definitely an industry leader and favorite. Red man, thank you so much for being here and representing the National Cannabis Party. How are you?
3: I'm great. I usually start my day waking up alive and healthy.
0: There you go.
3: There you yeah,
0: go. How about you? Oh, we are we are so excited to be here at the Emerge uh, Virtual Cannabis Conference uh, The summer. I know you had an earlier session and you rocked it, uh, of course. Um, Red, I would love for you to uh, explain to the people what your personal message is to the cannabis industry and, and why are you involved in NCP?
3: Well... Uh- you know, I, you know, when me and Damon met, you know, uh, what they what attracted, uh, uh, Damon, uh, about my brand was that I care about the people. Like I, I always been in the business of helping people and wanting to give people a certain fabric of good life and, you know, everything is going to be all right. So I always did it, uh, through the music, you know, Bob Wally said he want to heal the world through his music. And I always felt that I wanted to do it that way as well. Because, you know, when a person runs up to me and tell me I'm the, I'm the soundtrack of their life, you you helped me through jail, you helped me through my relationship, Red, with your music. And that makes me, uh, that gives me a great feeling than any amount of money in the world, facts. So when I, I wanted to implement the same uh, thinking process in, you know, the, the cannabis uh, industry. Like I know like, you know, uh, I've been, uh, I've been on the front line with cannabis since 1990, you know, um, meaning, you know, because of my career, with my career, I put cannabis, you know, first, like this is what I do. You know, I lost lots of endorsements, uh, didn't get a lot of endorsements because of what I represented. You know, a lot of companies and brands did not want to mess uh, deal with my brand because of what I believed in since the nineties. And I never compromised. I never compromised my character. I never compromised uh what I, what I believed in. I never compromised my brand for any company. I said I'm going to stand by this cannabis movement forever because it's not about recreational or just med- medical. It's it's a way of life. And did I ever think it would end up at this level that it that it is now like worldwide, a billion dollar industry? No. So even when I hooked up with Dame, Dame kind of read those messages through an interview I did with TMZ, and me and him been connecting since the last seven years. We've been working in and out, trying different things, dealing with different people, and uh, we're finally here to a FEC-approved national cannabis party. And why I'm a part of it? Because I, for example, I never had a grow. There, there's not a a grow out there that's saying, "Wow, this is a red man grow," or Pen or red man, anything, I saved my for something of this magnitude. And I always wanted to be responsibility of the cannabis industry, not making a product to make money and to say, wow, I have this, I have that. It was always with me. I wanted to be behind the responsibility of the cannabis industry when it comes to medicating, when it comes to laws and regulations. Because I want everyone to have a fair chance. I want to help people. I want to help independent growers to build their own business. I I'm I, I I I'm not I'm not in uh in 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 the same traction of the big suits coming in to take over the industry. I'm not with that traction. I'm not with that movement. I'm with everyone having a chance. So I guess you know with this NCP National Cannabis Party is going to definitely give a fair chance to everyone to seek their own goal in this industry and actually become uh, a well-known brand, whether they're independent or whether they're, uh, you know, a, 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 a bigger brand, you know? So, you know, NCP is great. I will always, I'm glad that, you know, that we worked hard to get here. Did me and Dame think we would have something of this magnitude? No, the way we started off? No, we knew we was on to something great, but this is like way past great. This is a blessing. And I'm glad to be here with the team, you, Safita, Dane, Zach, everybody that's a part, Andrew, everyone that's a part of the NCP, we, we're making history. And that's what I'm about, making history with a, a great circle of people, with great energy. That's about helping people at the end of the day.
0: That is so beautiful. And that is so powerful. I mean, considering- That
3: was great, uh, right? That was great. I'm oh, even, I'm even damn. impressed
0: I got I got some goosebumps right here, okay? (laughs) Um, That's the beautiful thing about you know the cannabis space is you have real, real ones that are you know here fighting for rights, fighting for equality, fighting for inclusivity. We want to disrupt the, the norm. We want to be able to break generational curses, we want to create generational wealth. And we truly believe that this plant and this industry is our chance to do that. And that's why you have someone like Redman who has been a leader in his own right in music, in entertainment, and now in cannabis, um, helping to lead and, and, and pave the pathway for everyone to have a voice in this industry. Um, and I would love to introduce Andrew Beringer next. He is the National Cannabis Party a director of policy and a true cannabis advocate. I know he lobbies for uh, Normal uh, of, of Maryland, I believe. And you know, with, with everything that Red has said, uh, we, we know that federal legalization is on the horizon. So, Andrew, I would love to hear your opinion of of when federal federal legalization is coming and what exactly does it look like?
4: Uh, Thank you for that introduction. And Redman, I just want to let you know that uh, just listening, I am amped up and ready to get on this question because it's a this industry is so important. And, you know, just a little bit about me real quick. I've had epilepsy since I was eight years old. Uh, cannabis saves my life every minute of every day of my life. Um, and the ability to have a voice for others, like Safita was saying, is, is you know, caregivers are some of the biggest superheroes that don't get enough credit. You know, being as an epilepsy patient, I thank you Safita as a caregiver and all other caregivers because, you know, it's the real heroes that, you know, do the hard work and no, not a lot of attention. Um, but, you know, federal legalization, and, and I'm sorry, everybody in cannabis, but uh, politics and cannabis, they usually it's like a trigger word. And so but we have to talk about it and what it looks like. Um, personally, I think federal legalization, I'm going to put a number out there and I, everyone can chime in if they want. I believe federal legalization is about two and a half years away. It's probably going to come um, after the midterm elections, but before the next presidential election. Which means, um, you know, we, as Priscilla said earlier, you know, this is uh, not a red issue; it is not a blue issue; it is a non-partisan issue. Uh, that is what NCP, the National Cannabis Party, represents, and that's what we represent—the people of the plant. Um, and I think that, you know, right now, politics does not have a, a platform to stand on. So uh, I don't think in this upcoming election. Democrats are gonna run on a pro-cannabis platform, neither are the Republicans. But that doesn't mean that they don't want it or need it because of the constituents. Us, the people, have the power. And that's what we're here for. Um, And so this is the chance, this is one thing National Cannabis Party can do, all of you, uh, we can endorse politicians who endorse the plant. We can support them without them giving up an election. And like I said, it doesn't matter if you're red or you're blue or you're green or anything in between. This is our chance to save the industry for what we love.
0: Yes, it definitely is, Andrew. Um, I would love for you to go into more about what you recommend uh, for, for the stakeholders of the cannabis industry and how else they can support NCP, um, how else they can support the industry and uh, how important is the, uh, is accountability and transparency in this, this industry?
4: Oh, that's a great question. First of all, everybody, if you can, nationalcannabisparty.org. That is uh, where you can go to find out more information, sign up for information. And we are officially launching our first fundraiser. So if you feel so inclined to help the, you know the push this, this initiative forward, please do whatever you can, because um, we're doing it because of passion. And, and that's what brings us together. And right now, with you know the upcoming election and politics, it's so important, like you said, Priscilla, to hold people accountable for their actions. Um, you know, I just spoke to a representative in my area a couple weeks ago for our, our lobby day in Maryland, and he goes, "I voted for the medical program here in Maryland, but cannabis is a gateway drug, and I will not support adult use." And you're, because, um, you're just like. What, what kind of race are we in? And, and that's why we need to hold people accountable because in the state of Maryland, the we had a great progressive advanced bill for adult use that would have passed this last session, but because of confusion and you know other th- things that I don't want to get into, uh, it didn't get out of into committees. This guy who voted for a medical who could be adult use could be one of those members in that committee that stalls it. And that's why we have to hold people accountable so we can get the people who do endorse the plant in the places where they need to be, as politics should be. It's for the power of the people. And the people of the plant need to do it forward because we have, in the last election alone, we have over 100 million registered voters in the last election that agree with cannabis in one way, shape, or form, red, blue, anything in between.
0: Wow, that is... An astounding number. So you're saying, Andrew, that if we are all able to actually organize and bind together as a group, as an industry, that we would be a hundred million strong? Absolutely. Mind-blowing. That's incredible. Well, one of the things that I I do believe that adds into that, just to dovetail into what you were saying, Andrew, is education, right? Education is something that's going to be very important for not only uh, other patients, other consumers, but also for politicians, our leadership, our police force. Education is going to be very key around this plant, and how to actually deal with this industry as fast as it's growing. Um, on behalf of NCP, I know one of our biggest causes uh, is, is social injustice and equality and inclusivity in this space. Um, I know for me personally, one of the things that I, I definitely want to see happen um, and why I see NCP is such a valuable tool and platform for that is uh, getting people who are currently in jail for cannabis, nonviolent cannabis-related crimes out of jail. We're already a multi-billion dollar industry and the fact that there are still people incarcerated for this plant is is just, it's, it's disgusting. And we need to hold our politicians, our leadership, as well as the business owners um, in this industry uh, accountable for helping uh, erase that horrible, horrible thing that's continuing to happen today. Um, I would love to open up the floor for everyone to weigh in on some of the social injustice issues that we will be focusing on uh, through NCP and uh, and how we're going to be able to do that.
1: Guys, I got a little bit to add here. So this is why, um, you know, Andrew, we're going to have a lot to talk about over the years at the level of government. What emerging technology will allow us to do is actually inject policy into the marketplace and to make sure that the rhetoric of politicians actually matches the outcome of the policy. And so because money has been freed, um, you know, using blockchain technology, you can't control it anymore. Play banking games, inflation games, censorship games, and the people can invest directly into the movements that they believe in you know, for such a long time, when you don't have that choice, you're indirectly supporting the very uh, organizations that are suppressing what you wanna do. And so this is where technology is really gonna make that move. And that's why programmable money is such an incredibly important technology for the cannabis industry. So once it gets into policy though, it becomes very complicated. And that's why it's so important to have many brilliant minds um, on the team working together to actually make that a reality.
2: Okay. I'll go next. So for, for NCP, of course, social injustice is, is extremely important. It, to me, it personally, it does not make sense to make billions of dollars off of, you know, an industry where people are still incarcerated for the very thing that you are actually making money from. You're getting tax revenue. You're able to address, you know, personal interest in revolving around politics in your respective state, but yet it's people that are sitting in prison that are not able to come home, that are not able to be with their families. And even after coming home, they're still not able to participate in the industry, which is why we, we want to put certain initiatives in place and work with the community so that there are re-entry programs. How do you have someone go to prison, come home, it's legal and now they can't you know, participate in the industry? So I think that that needs to change immediately and there needs to be something done about it. And the only way that we can do that is if we work together and work with the community to make sure that that happens. There needs to be policy changes. There needs to be accountability for those who are in positions of power that needs to make those changes and include those changes in the legislation. And it's not something that needs to continue to be put off. It needs to be addressed immediately. And that is why the NCP is actively working uh, to make sure that we can assist with that happening.
4: And to piggyback on that, which is so important to is that there's so much going on uh, you know, at the city level, the county level, then it goes to the state level, and then it goes to the federal level. Uh, if, if no state can get it right right now, and every state is learning from the previous state, and we have a little bit of time left, as I, I stated, and that's my own personal opinion. Um, so you're working with a potential end time frame, and so much in between. Accountability is, is one of our biggest powers right now, is to really hold people accountable and push forward because, you know, for example, if you look at a state like Mississippi, if you're not aware of just what happened, the voters in Mississippi, they voted to pass medical cannabis legislation and the Supreme Court of Mississippi recently overturned it uh, because of, of political, you know, riff raff. I'll say. Um, that's going backwards. If we're a timetable of, of like two and a half years, going backwards for a state is not an option. We need the whole, you know, states and legislators and politicians like Mississippi to the fire and, and say, hey, why are you doing this? We need to be going in a certain direction together. And that's another point of what NCP is for, is the ability for having people come work together for a common you know, outcome, which is what we all want. You know, um, so I'll just finish that with nationalcannabisparty.org uh, if you guys want to find out more information. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, we are taking uh, donations. This is the official launch of our first fundraising campaign. Uh, We have some incredible things in the works. We um, are going to have a very special event, a concert event surrounding the culture and music uh, in 2022. So please sign up and and keep in touch with us through that way. And and speaking of uh, education, uh, red I know that you have uh, some some something special that uh, that uh, I believe an educational institution that you're an alumni of has uh, has given you to um, to, to uh, has authorized you to give out uh, for uh, listeners and members of the NCP do you want to um, uh, talk about that
3: well thanks to you Priscilla um, you know uh, you know I'm a part of the Osterdam University alumni, um, you know, I wanted to take a step further and learn more about this plant. Um, the reason I took the class because I wanted to learn more about how it can help people. So I did a crash course at uh, Osterdam University in Oakland, and I am a licensed patient consultant. You know, I shook the hands of with Richard Lee, and um, right now, you know, they're they're. Uh, I have a code. You know, a code that will get 10% off uh your courses if you if you're listening or you're gonna or if you're tuned into my radio show, uh Sirius XM channel 43, this Saturday, this Saturday on Rock the Bells Radio, you will be hearing more about NCP. And I will be giving out the code there as well. But the code is NCP or Redman. If you mention NCP or rent, man, you could get 10% off your courses at Oaks Dam University.
0: Yes, education is, is awesome. That's so great that you're an alumni and you really went out to, uh, uh, again, get educated in the different ways to help you with your passion of assisting the cannabis industry and moving it forward. Um, again. Uh, Redman has a show called Muddy Waters. It's a very special Juneteenth show. Uh, um, You know, if you uh, can log on to uh, uh, the website and and click on the link, you'll be able to tap into that show that's airing on Juneteenth. Um, So I know that we have a few minutes left. I would love to um, have Safita uh, close this uh, session out. Uh, talking a little bit more about what she sees for the future of NCP as national director. And I, I wanted to take a moment to thank everybody for being here and thank Emerge for allowing us to uh, uh, highlight NCP and what we're all trying to do together.
5: Absolutely, thank you Priscilla. Uh, I, well, I, closing this out, the future of NCP, I think that, people are going to see that we're doing the work. They're going to really be able to see the things that we are putting in place to empower them. I've, I am a firm believer of the community being empowered in order to, as you said earlier, agent, to erase the generational uh, wealth gap and being able to put people in a position to where they can live a better quality of life, where there's equitable access as well as opportunity within the industry, I think that a lot of the time the disconnect comes from people putting faith in those that are in positions of leadership and not holding up their end of the bargain and doing what they have promised to do as people have voted for them. So the NCP is dead set on making sure that people are held accountable for what they are promising to the people and that there is transparency and so that the community can get involved and be able to help drive that change because there would be no industry without them. So, uh, and I always say one of my you know quotes is that there are no heroes in politics. Each of us have a responsibility to do good by each other and to move things forward so that everybody has a fair chance and an opportunity to be successful as well as making sure that they live um, the best quality of life possible. So I believe that the NCP is gonna be instrumental in that. All of us here are working very hard to see that that happens. And as Andrew said, www.nationalcannabisparty.org, you sign up, we will be sending out newsletters, updates, and as we build events to connect with the community, including future town halls that we will be putting in place, stay tuned for those things and stay informed so that we can connect with you and hear your voice about what changes you want to see.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Again, that's www.NationalCannabisParty.org. Please, we just started our Instagram. I also want to close this out by saying we are looking for more uh, leadership to join on board to help direct this party. Uh, We have, uh, we're looking for interns. We're looking for really, really strong participation from the community, so please reach out. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Thank you all again for your time. Thank you, Redman, for your time and tuning in while you're multitasking and driving. I don't know how you do it. Thank you, Safita Artis. Thank you, Kamea LaFontaine. And thank you, Andrew Beringer. We are the National Cannabis Party and we can't wait to meet you. (laughs)